So here's a here's a uh, fun, interesting fact. Um, mm. I forgot how long ICP albums are usually. Uh huh. Holy crap! <laughs> this one has it. Not only has seventeen songs, it has more than seventeen songs because one of them is two songs, and a couple of them are two. Songs. A couple of them are two songs. Yeah. Um and. Uh, and the, the, the intro is an actual song. It's not just like a, a spoken word, like intro thing. Yeah. It's not just a skit essentially. Um, so yeah, I'm not as prepared as I should be. <laughs> Welcome to Think Outside the Box Set. We're glad you're here. It's a podcast about learning to appreciate an artist's back catalog. I'm Nathan Hunt, and what do we do on this podcast, Cameron? Well, Nathan, uh, please call me by my full name, Cameron DeWitt. Cameron Esquire. P. DeWitt, Esquire, the third. The third. Um, PhD, MD, we, DDS. We teach all of you motherfuckers out there uh-huh. how to appreciate an artist back catalog and in this case it's icp and it will be for the foreseeable future yeah and school is I in g- session motherfuckers yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. take some notes on how to like this music <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like this one uh no I, I i liked it fine i didn't like it as well as um uh bizarre 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 um, but uh, I guess in September 2003, Insane Clown Posse was voted the worst band of any <laughs> musical genre in Blender. Yep. Uh, and this album was named as the group's worst album. It's definitely and, not. And uh, that's not, first of all, the first thing, not true. Second, definitely not true. Definitely not true. Limp yeah. Biscuit is, I mean, that's like, uh, I, that's the first thing I thought of. And they're 100,000 million times worse. Not that ICP yeah, is bad, but they're just like. The clearly yeah. they they definitely take the cake for for all the issues you know musical and um moral mm-hmm. and uh and uh et cetera with i c p yep there's there's so much care and intention put into all of it and it's, it's a real labor of love it is, and i just does that count for nothing you know <laughs> Yeah, like that. That means so much more to me than most things. Yeah, the, the cynical or, cash grabs of something like yeah, I don't know, stained or whatever, or Creed. <laughs> what you got? What you got wrong? What's wrong with stained? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not down with the sickness. Oh wait, that's disturbed. The indistinguishable <laughs> identical band. Oh, um, ah, indeed. Did stained do? They did a cover What's of Behind that's... Blue Eyes. That's really terrible. Ooh, uh, uh, uh. No, that's disturbed. <laughs> I would. I already did that. Hey. No. <laughs> uh, stained. All I remember is like a, a very like MTV unplugged music video with like candles and oh god and he, and he's like all Butch in a room playing his guitar. I don't Man, remember Butch stained. Butch candles were everywhere in the nineties. <laughs> no, he was Butch, and the candles were Femme. Oh, okay. You know, Butch Candles is my favorite uh, motorcycle (laughs) gang anti-hero comic book. 
he's he's a uh, the alter ego of the Ghost Rider, <laughs> played by Nicolas Cage. Uh, it's just like it's just a skull with like a tiny little. <laughs> well, there's a candle in each eye and a candle in the mouth, <laughs> and some white gauze that sort of flits across the camera uh, for no discernible reason. And uh, baby, you got a '90s music video. <laughs> Losing uh, my religion. Got a stew going. Yep. Um, but uh, they they did give uh, Blender did give ICP a little bit of credit um, by calling them charming. Uh, it said that the album has charming, good natured idiocy, mm-hmm. which is true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Also, it it is also like very sincere and very uh, heartfelt in a yeah. in a not uh, silly, stupid way. Because here it is, Cameron. It's the ICP or secret Christian surprise. Yep, here or it at comes. Least secret, at least secret theists. Theists. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. Jay said something interesting. He said, we went on an in-store tour right when the Six Joker card came out, this album. Oh, yeah, we should say that this this album is called The Wraith Shangri-La, which is half of the Sixth Joker's card. Yeah. The Sixth Joker's card is The Wraith, who is another name for death. And uh, they have they followed up with The Wraith Hell's Pit. It's, it's really... They go from uh, the Commedia dell'arte of clowns to the divine commedia of dante <laughs> we get yeah. we get uh inferno and paradiso in not that order what do you what do you think about icp spirituality at this point um that's a good question because i feel like it's very well intentioned and the more they get into it they the less they are saying horrible things about women Right. Um, it's like they're taking their own medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I appreciate that, of course. Um, it also, it, I don't know, it makes the Dark Carnival less interesting, I think. There yeah. is a, there's a reviewer on the Amazon who sort of takes that line, and I kind of agree with it. So overall, I think the songs individually are starting to get, the, the, the general baseline quality of them is going up. But yes. the the treatment of their concepts is not it's getting less interesting. Yeah, I feel like the last couple albums have been all about. There's been a lot of gratefulness in them, which I appreciate. Yeah, um, and there's like a lot of fan service and talking about like juggalo lifestyle, um, the 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 alternative lifestyle that is juggalism. Juggalism, and, um, very yeah. good. And uh juggle legal legalism. And it's been <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. For, for long. Um and it's it's sweet and I've really enjoyed a lot of it. You know, from some moments on this album to like in the last one, the uh the little guitar, you know, you could have bought a towing rope instead you nope, instead yeah. you bought bizarre. You know, like all that stuff is really great. I am ready for them to move on and do a new interesting thing. I I want them to go back into high concept and get a little deeper and uh yeah. Okay. I I think I think that would be interesting cuz I don't know how long well, I mean, it's 
it's starting to get a little there's some pings on the pander meter isn't there <laughs> oh that is an interesting point yeah and, and it, you know they're starting to just sing all of these songs about how great it is to be a juggalo and i hope that they earn that they continue to earn uh those songs if they if they keep singing them you mm-hmm. know like this has got to have a little more substance and just looking at the pictures of the gathering of the juggalos i'm sort of left with this feeling of like is there a lot of shallowness coming i don't really mm, know you know just like oh there's just a summer camp and it's just like this product that people can yeah buy, i i'm of, i'm of two minds about that it reminds me again of what nathan raven said about how the music starts to become secondary to the community yeah and i am wary of the pandering that might be coming down the line and that we're starting to already see but yeah also i i sort of appreciate the the arc of ICP where they start off very underground indie rappers from Detroit. Uh, they started from yeah. the bottom. Now they're here, um, and they they make a pretty big play for mainstream success in the mid to late nineties. Yeah, and it doesn't really doesn't really pan out uh, in large part because the music industry treats them like shit, and Disney is yeah. shitty to them because of the wonderful organization that is the Southern Baptist Church. Um, and so they kind of, and they, they spend one, one album being very angry about that and bitter that yep. they didn't achieve mainstream success. And then we get, this is the third album in a row. That's very appreciative of the success that they do have. Yeah. And the fact that people love them so much, even if, even if they're not widely loved, they're deeply loved. Yes. And I really dig that, that appreciative nature of it. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain of Fago flowing deep and wide. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of another fountain <laughs> joke. So here's, here's a... Uh, well, actually, here's the quote I was going to read before we diverged into defining what the album actually is and getting our quack-quack ducks in a row. Uh, he, this is a... <laughs> interview that shaggy said he said we went on an in-store tour right when this album came out it was the most moving thing we ever went through in our lives all across the country it had such an effect people would come to the in-stores crying thanking us a very very emotional time some people might have been upset by that but through our eyes all we did was touch a lot of people ew we definitely wanted it to be something everlasting (laughs) our eyes (laughs) maybe a 19 year old might not understand or like that ending now but later when he has four kids he might think that was the shit interesting yeah so it that that specific quote feels a little self-congratulatory and right yeah but it also i don't know seems a little sincere yeah 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 i i i like this story of the six jokers card i'm curious and hopeful for what comes next yeah what do you think about sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no no please no, I was going to interrupt me. Okay. Stop me. Somebody, <laughs> somebody stop me. Somebody stop me. Smoking. Uh, they call me uh, Cuban Pete. I'm the king of the rumba beat. <laughs> and when I something, I go chick, chicky, boom, a chick, chicky, boom. What do you think about death as the sixth Joker's card? Yeah. I mean, they've been talking about death the whole time. 
Yeah, well, so, the abstract passing away, but not like the personification of death himself, itself, themselves, right. herself. So the wraith, the titular wraith, is um is death. It's just the Grim Reaper, and it's you know cold and uh, indifferent, bogus, and and cruel, and it's just there to when you die shepherd you to either Shangri-La or hell. Mm -hmm. That's what this album is about. Which is exactly like most of the other characters we've seen in the Dark Carnival. Yeah, basically it's the same thing over and over again. Some of them are judging, some of them... I guess this guy is... Or Death isn't necessarily judging as much as... It seems like he already knows where the people are supposed to go. He's not deciding. Yeah. I don't know how that is decided. Maybe it's the ringmaster or the riddle box or whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's not the most interesting character they could choose. I think the great Malenko is a lot more, it's probably the most interesting character that we've seen so far. I think so too. Yeah. And Apparently, both Jay and Shaggy had to go into seclusion in order to think of the sixth, yeah. the sixth Joker's card <laughs> character. When I read that, I was like, okay, okay guys. And you came, you came up with death? <laughs> in the uh, end, Bruce says the group knew what the sixth Joker's card would be because they've, quote, said it all along, death, and what's after that? Heaven and hell. One for the true, Shangri-La, and one for the rest, Hell's Pit. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> Jay also says, from the very first day we started the six card countdown, we always imagined the six being an elite album. We knew that we needed to make that vision become real. We needed to record this at the finest studios we could find in the country with top of the line mix and sound boards only. We had a name, a theme, and a message to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is prob- probably the musically the best one i would say so yeah like it's, it sounds um, very polished in terms of production yeah and sound quality the 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 songs as an album the songs make sense with each other mm-hmm. at least musically um and they flow really seamlessly into each other um and yeah it was like really easy to listen to it was really long very but long. it didn't feel it didn't feel long to me really like in the listening to it, I was just like, okay, yeah, on to the yeah. next one, on to the next one. There's not necessarily yeah, it, just, it flowed. There's not necessarily a song that overstays its welcome. No, it, there's actually a lot of really short songs. In yeah, it. there's like it's just like twenty, twenty five really short songs sp- split across like seventeen tracks and seventy minute running time. Yeah, and then one really long one. Interestingly enough, this is the first album from ICP to not feature Mike E. Clark. Yeah, this is apparently produced by Mike P. Mm, Master P? <laughs> um, Does Mike P? <laughs> he must, <Mike> right? <laughs> Mike Poop. Mike P stands for Mike Poops. <laughs> Initials. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mike P. And uh, I think Mike P does a really good job. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, Jay sings a lot on this one. He does. Yeah, which is interesting. There's actually a lot... I feel like the singing in general is is a lot better. Yeah, I agree. There's one point uh, further on uh, in the album. I'll point it out when we get to it. But when there's a sung chorus and then there's like a sung part, a fifth above it, like in parallel fifths. Uh-huh. 
and it just sort of moves around. And it's like, that's an arranging choice that they wouldn't have made before uh-huh. doing like parallel harmonies, especially like um, dissonant ones, like parallel fifths moving. Mm. So, I mean, dissonant by today's, you know. Today's Gr- Gregor- Yeah, Gregorian monks would have thought that would be the most consonant. Thing. Oh, but I see. to us, see. it would not be. I yeah. see. Anyway, um, I see, I see. P. I see Mike P. ICP. I've been spying on him. Uh, there's also a lot of references to older ICP albums. Yeah. Uh, it really does Especially feel like in the a, last track. Yeah, yeah. They just like liberally sample older ICP songs from yeah. throughout their career. It feels like kind of a self conscious culmination. Yeah, and I kind of like that. I felt a, a sense of catharsis with yeah. it. Like I thought they thought they did that really well they're like tying in the loose ends that at least that's how it felt musically listening to it Mm -hmm. and uh i was like yeah i'm ready to to put this put this deck away Mm -hmm. to get decked yeah (laughs) yeah uh whip out a new deck (laughs) yeah actually nathan raven has a has a uh a bit about that when they talked when they unveiled their second joker's card sort of idea concept and how a lot of people at the show where they unveiled it were just kind of like really that's what's next that's your big epic thing is a second deck of jokers cards Uh and how the fans were kind of like not super jazzed about that did what is the joker second jokers card deck about i mean i think it's the dark carnival it's just different characters okay um but I don't know. It looks like they might have more outlandish, interesting characters because you get things like the Mighty Death Pop, Bang Pow yeah. Boom, um, and then there's a pair of albums about the Marvelous Missing Link. Not sure mm. what that's supposed to be. Well, yeah, I look I look forward to it. Yes, me too. Yeah. Um, I I feel a lot less uh, impulse to cancel ICP at this point. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think I I think I'm ready to write it out. It's not easy, uh especially because these albums are so long and have so many songs and yes. sometimes I don't necessarily prepare all of them to the extent that I would <laughs> like my own standards, but I have one more thing to talk about before we get into the songs. Mm-hmm. We have usually at it's at the end that I say this, but we have a new supporter. Yes. Yes. On Patreon.com. His name is Eben, and he wrote a really interesting email. Um, He said that he's somebody who started out listening to ICP purely to critique them, just like we are. And then he became a way bigger fan than he says he should. Ah, he's like Clive, uh, Clive Staples Lewis, C.S. Lewis. Oh, oh. (laughs) He started as an atheist and then became... The biggest uh, Christian apologist and and philosopher of his time. The biggest, most annoying, most facile Christian uh, allegorist (laughs) of his time. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. They're all the time putting up... Okay. Churches around the Boston area, they take these asinine C.S. Lewis quotes and put them in these like uh, Pinterest-style graphic design posters and then post them all over the T, which is the public Uh. transit... (laughs) <laughs> the subways and the buses around here and it's infuriating it makes me so mad <sighs> fucking pinterest yeah <laughs> yeah and they're so they're, so, pin- so <laughs> interesting yeah 
they're always just like the stupidest quotes. I'm trying to remember what the uh, what the one that made me really mad was. Can't remember it. <laughs> anyway, Evan goes on to say he doubly liked hearing that somebody enjoyed the Joker's Wild as much as he did. Me, yeah, that was, was me, you. right? Yeah, you liked it more than I did. I think. Yeah, I you didn't right. especially like it. I, yeah, I was sort of. Yeah. Hmm. Not not super into it, but not like I hated it or anything. Um, and then he suggested it would be pretty neat if we covered some of the residents' music. Okay. Have you ever heard of the residents? No. Neither have I. Well, I mean, now I have. Neither had I. Uh, I don't think we can do them on Think Outside the Box set because guess how many albums they have? Too many. Well, give me a number, I guess. 30. Nope. 40. Nope. 50. Nope. Am I going the right direction? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. 100. No, 60. 60, okay. Yeah. 1 million. 1 million <laughs> albums. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's not necessarily like something we could cover, you know, comprehensively in the same way that we're covering Garth and ICP, but... They have one album called Tweedles, exclamation mark. And Evan says about it, I always found it, in, he, he always found it interestingly mirrors many of the things Insane Clown Posse focuses on, having a penis, sex, clowns, and harming others. That's a very, yeah. very succinct way <laughs> summing up ICP. Yeah, that... um, though he says, though honestly, in a bit more nuanced way. Huh. Yeah. And I listened to most of Tweedles today at work so i didn't like give it my full attention but it was really interesting so we might need to take a little interlude to talk about that one maybe or like a bonus episode or something yeah i'm i'm interested in the the um psychopathic and records universe and also uh wait they're not on psychopathic no no they're totally separate okay well i'm also interested in the like the sort of creation of this genre and how it's maybe influenced other musicians who may or may not be better. Yeah. Like maybe we could yeah. listen to an Esham record or Twisted right. or something. Yeah. Man, listeners are always sending us such great suggestions. And oh, yeah. So we have this one suggestion from um, Robin Kimmel. She said, how about a, a bonus episode? And it would be Violent J, Wizard of the Hood versus Shaggy 2 Dope, FTFO. I don't know what that stands for. Fuck the fuck off. Yeah, so I'm guessing those are the solo. No, that's that's solo. not that's not what it stands for. I'm just telling you to go go fuck off. Okay, <laughs> but that's that's something we might do as a bonus episode. I like that yeah. idea a lot. Man, we're gonna have to start releasing more bonus episodes, we, yeah. more than one a month. Um, I mean that it, it, we've always said that it'd be nice to release more than one a month, and that our goal is at least one a month. But if we want to cover the Juggalo art. RPG if we want to cover big money hustlers <laughs> and get in like Twisted and Isham. We're gonna have to pick up the pace. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Anywho, let's talk about this album. We'll have to go yeah. quick through each song because we've already wasted a bunch of time. It was certainly wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we said was bullshit. So let's talk about the first one. It's called Walk, walk into the Light. Walk into the Light. Drawn together by rare and scrummy music, and we even gather once a year to put it down. 
so um, this song starts with a Jump Steady uh, doing a, a monologue uh, about the Wraith, who's yeah, basically the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already talked a lot about that. Um, then the actual song that follows the introduction uh, is just ICP giving this emotional retrospective on the Carnival of Carnage and um, how it's all about trying to save souls. Mm-hmm. Which uh, becomes an even greater theme as the album goes on. Yes. And uh, like basically the, the, the purpose of this album is, or, or of the Joker's cards, is ultimately positive and benevolent, which is pretty interesting because, uh, you know, in the be- first couple albums, it was all about wicked and evil clowns. Yeah, but yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder, because they've always been making explicitly moral music. Yes. And they've all the time talked about like people's sins and judges and rich people. I wonder, are they just kind of realizing how moral they've been this entire time? Or is it the first time they're just expressing it in this way? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I kind of, I kind of appreciated in the beginning, the, um, the idea of, of, of evil sort of, they painted themselves as the devil, like this mm-hmm. mythological idea of the devil being, uh, some people paint the devil as being like ha- kind of having a dark purpose that, and sort of works in duality with God mm-hmm. to like destroy the earth or whatever. Like that's sort of like, like the devil does the dirty work kind of. Yeah. Or even Milton Satan, who yes. some people yeah. take as kind of an antihero who, uh, you know, was cast out of heaven for advocating equality. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of, um, I think, I think that was a little bit more interesting. Um, but ultimately it's sort of turned into a different kind of puritanic puritan ideology. Yeah. Just except for the, the purity is, is placed differently. Yes. Um, but I, there is a sort of new purity in like cultural landscape, which is, um, has sort of replaced those ideas like, you know, sexual purity, like being chaste has been, um, replaced with ideas of consent and, you know, and you're coming here to say that you hate that you much rather people would just feel ashamed of their own bodies. No, um, the shame is still there and, uh, legalism is still there, but it's ultimately, I think, a better and more righteous shame and legalism, like things about like consent and, um, being uh, trauma informed with your language and, um, being anti-racist not just not racist Mm -hmm. uh things like that um so i feel like that's kind of what icp is doing they're saying um all of these old rules about sort of propriety and being the same as morality um we're done with that but we do have a new set of rules yeah i mean yeah and we've talked 
before about how that set of rules is actually a lot closer to the stuff that, you know, Jesus says yeah. in the Gospels. Yeah. And I like that a lot. All right. Yeah. So we sort of failed to talk about that song very much, but let's go on to the next one, which is called Welcome to the Show. Welcome to our carnivals, 50,000 juggalos, freaks and weirdos and killers at our shows. I'm just glad we tell with them, hate to be young. And have a juggalo shed in my skull for the carnival. Damn, that chorus is like so uh, catchy and interesting that like the rhythm that they get into... Welcome to the show, Shangri-La of the Dark Devil. Yeah. Is that a musical quote of something? That sounds familiar to me. Mm. It does sound a little familiar. I'm not sure. Someone point that out. If uh, Someone write in if you yeah, know what that is. Yeah, people who know better than we do. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I, I got to say, this is two very major key songs in a row. Like this yeah. is very much setting up. This is like the posse album. This yeah. Is, this is the, the major key. This is the heaven. This is the Shangri-La album. Makes me wonder if that, if like hell's pit is going to be very minor. Yeah, it's going to and... be real nasty. Yeah. Uh, so this song is sort of another welcome to the dark carnival song. And I think it's summed up best by Shaggy himself when he says, the carnival emerges only when you bout to die, and right now, motherfucker, you bout dead in the sky. So come and put your soul up on the murder go round, and we'll strap you down and spin you to oblivion. Doesn't really rhyme. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's 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 just like another welcome to the dark carnival song. Um. But there's there's some good lines in here. Um. I like. There's some nonsense words. I got a spike for your neck with my ninja blowgun because I be the Juggalaga Don Dadalada Shogun. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Very good. And then uh, welcome to my exhibit. Oh, I was gonna. Read I be that. the shags. Sit back and enjoy. Relax your nipples and nut bags. Okay. Oh well. Ah, thanks. My nipples and nut bags are so tense. Oh, mm, been... I, that's where I hold all my tension, <laughs> <laughs> all my stress. <laughs> Oh, my nips are stressed. <laughs> is it cold in here or are my nipples just stressed? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, I really like the, like, saying nut bags. I think that's the first time they've said that. Not nut sacks. <laughs> nut bags. <laughs> nut bags. And it's especially funny in the plural. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else about this song? There's a quick reference to Hell's Pit. If you really want to see the fucking Devil's Exhibit, the shit is called Hell's Pit. Run out yeah. and get it. Foreshadowing. This, yeah, it's released later, right? Yeah, this is two years before that album comes out, so don't yeah. run out and get it yet. Yeah. Um, here's an interesting story about this song. Uh, I think it's on Wikipedia. One night in Dallas, Joseph Bruce, Violent J, was approached by a fan. The fan informed him that a woman that Bruce had slept with had died, but that she had always cherished the night the two spent together. And Bruce wrote the song, Welcome to the Show, shortly after, and made reference to the woman in the lyrics. So, that? yeah, that's the question I have for you, is which line refers to this woman? Mm. I have a, uh, an idea... I'm looking. Yeah. Okay. You. This is great podcasting. Just oh, yeah. tell me. Uh, the line, I th- think it's probably 
is this one. I got love for dead people and I hope to die. I got Nedden waiting up, waiting on me up in Shangri-La. Very good. Seems a little, seems a little tasteless way to reference that. Yeah. I mean, in the overall context, (laughs) it's like kind of, kind of sweet, but (laughs) (laughs) I get, is Uh, it, is it, is it kind of sweet? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe for him, maybe for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anything's yeah. okay if it's consensual. <laughs> I'm quoting a great man when I say okay. that. Have you have you seen uh, Altered Carbon at all? This new Netflix show. Yeah, I just finished the first season tonight. Oh, very good. I I haven't finished it yet, but I just like I was thinking about <laughs> our conversations about consensual death a lot <laughs> in that because it's basically all about like. Uh, people getting murdered uh, for money and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. not really murdered, or are they? Not, not real death. Yep. Altered carbon. I'm Japanese, <laughs> but not. <laughs> yeah. Carbon got altered. This is, this is okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it is kind of weird that anytime someone dies, they come back as a white male. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure that pattern holds true for literally every <laughs> single person on the show. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's meant to be a commentary on disposability of men's bodies or what. Maybe it's mm. reverse racism <laughs> that I keep hearing so much about. It's like racism in reverse. Whoa. Blow my mind. <laughs> All right. Speaking of blow my mind, let's go on to the Where next the one. Get your wicked on. Like we the wickedest believe. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Stevie Wonder Park can see that. Yeah. Shit, he do. Uh-huh. We'll rip your head off. So you just heard it there. Uh, even in Shangri-La, even in Paradise, there's still murdering to be done because that's like what they know, what they like to do. It's their fun activity. It's not Paradise without murder. Yeah. It's sort of that like age old like, well, isn't it just going to be boring in heaven and just people playing harps <laughs> and <laughs> just singing songs? Like, don't I get to do like bad stuff? That's what I really want to do. And this is saying, yes, you get to murder people. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like the good place. Speaking of TV shows. I've heard a lot about the show, Dude, but I have not watched gotta it. you got to watch it. You, I think okay. you'd really like it. Is How much is Ted Danson in it? A lot. He's one of the main oh, characters. He's so that's delightful. good. He's so good. It What a great career he's had. I know, right? He was so good in um Bored to Death, too. Yeah. But man, that show it, it has this uncanny ability to keep going to where another show would end or would have their season finale and it's just episode 5 or whatever. And it just keeps right. going and keeps building it and ratcheting and transforming itself in this crazy metamorphic way that's well, you heard it here folks exhilarating to, to see now is it is it all would you say is it a good feeling show does it make you feel good uh, overall yeah it's it definitely has like, like a positive sort of uh, outlooks kind of like parks and rec gotcha yeah gotcha it's all about how people can sort of reform themselves and be less evil than they started out 
It's very, very, very ICP, really. You know what else is about that? Shangri-La. Uh, Paddington 2. I'm not oh. I'm not trying to transition back in. I just saw Paddington 2, and it's fucking rad. It's, I hear it's... I, so, I want to see it. It's so... I cried so good. multiple times. Wow. Do you, do you usually cry at films? No. Oh. I wow. cried in some... Usually, things that make me cry in movies, and, uh, you know, this hasn't happened in movies or music, is when people have moments of just, like profound dignity and and pride that's what makes me cry so like anime people... yeah <laughs> sure right sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah and there's so many moments of just like under like marginalized people in paddington too just having just these incredible moments of dignity wow and it's just like amazing wow. go did see you, paddington too did you cry at Stuart little or is that another of my friends that i'm thinking of I've never seen... Oh, actually, I have seen Stuart Little, and... Oh, I'm sick of your double talk. I don't think I liked it. Okay. Yeah. It, is it that why like you cried? It seems like it's the same... It seems like it's You didn't like it very much? <laughs> <laughs> Made you cry? Oh, oh it's so uh, bad. This isn't my favorite movie. <laughs> uh, we uh, barely talked about this song. It's, get your wicked on. It's Here it comes. Yeah, there's a D&D reference. Did you catch it? Oh, I did. It was, said, it was delightful. I got 18 plus speed. Uh-huh. With a two, plus two dagger from the Tomb of Horrors. D, he literally says D&D. D&D. Uh, &D. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah well, not Pathfinder. Yeah. <laughs> Do the yeah. OG shit. Yeah, OG. You um, know, what about this line? We fuck hotties with the same dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. What is that? They just they have one dick that they just trade off. So basically you know, the, the format it. of... The format of this of this song is Jay and Shaggy, they take turns talking about how violent they are. And when one of them makes a statement, the other confirms. Yeah. Uh, Get it? It's it's pretty fun. I, I like yeah. some of it pretty well, but it's pretty short. Yeah. There's a return of carnival music. Um, and there, yes. there's like this really fun kind of boasting going on in the song. He says, we eat power lines and generators. We do. One time we shut Detroit city off for like 11 hours. We did, or no, I guess he doesn't say that. Um, this kind of like, <laughs> we do, <laughs> uh, this kind of like boasting and tall tales reminds me of, um, did you ever hear the joke about the black men on the golden gate bridge? No. The first time I heard it was, it was told to me by a poet. Well, told to a room full of people by a poet. Um, as a commentary on uh, the fetishization of black men, but also how tall tales can be empowering. But the joke mm. goes, uh, there's two black men on the Golden Gate Bridge. One of them turns to the other and says, man, this water's... Or they're, they're naked. And one of them turns yeah. to the other and says, man, this water's cold. And the other one <laughs> says, yeah, but it sure is deep. <laughs> So that, that that's that a really me. well put together joke. <laughs> it took me so long to, to like actually get it. Yeah. Uh, if if you if you're not immediately getting it, the joke is that their weenies are are ding dangling down into the yes. water. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that kind of like tall tale, kind of body boasting kind of stuff really reminds me of ICP or vice versa. Yeah. This song also reminds me of Lil Wayne. He says, "We the wickedest believe that." Stevie Wonderbra can see that. 
So Wonder Bras is really silly. Just like just like punch up on on those lines. I didn't even recognize that. Yeah. Um, hmm. But Lil Wayne has a song. Uh, ooh, is it off the Carter Three? Where he has uh, blind eyes could look at me and see the truth. Wonder if Stevie do. Very good. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm going way off track. Murder and, rap. Murder rap. I'm done with this song. I'm not a dancer, no. I'm not a hero with zero. But I call myself a juggalow. And this is not a demo. ICP above the law. We let it Yeah. <laughs> so metal guitars are back, motherfuckers. Little, little parting of the kimono in here, isn't there? What do you mean? Just the chorus, fantasizing, dramatizing, reenacting oh, murder, murder. Yeah. It's just like uh very meta. Yeah. It, th- yeah. This song really is, yeah. He says, uh, Violent J starts and says, when I sit there and write the shit for the mic, I hold. I make sure my beats are loud and bold and cold. Hmm. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely like exaggerates. He says, you motherfuckers trying to get in my path. Don't be surprised when you get a shotgun up your ass. Um, I'm not a hero, a, a zero, but I call myself a juggalo. And this is not a demo. ICP above the blah, we let it go. Um, and then... Shaggy has some really good rapping. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting. I don't necessarily know what he's saying. Yeah. But oh, I do appreciate actually, the I have, general vibe. I have notes on, on that bit from Jay that I just read. So the bit where he says, I make sure my beats are loud and bold and cold. He's got some really good like syncopation on the, on mm. the rhyming. I forget how it goes. I can't can't reenact it for you, but maybe, maybe I'll drop in a sound sample if I'm not too lazy <laughs> yeah. to go back and post process. Um, but Shaggy has some really good lines too. Yeah. I feel actions speak loud like words and verbs and adjectives. They give the scrubs a chance to live. Now, not who's first, second, and third. It ain't he said and she said. Fuck what you heard. That whole like flow section really reminded me of Eminem. Actually, yeah, very Eminem vibe. Um, yeah, but this song's basically about how violence is empowering them, but then also they're pointing out how their violence isn't a hundred percent real, you know, reenacting. Yeah. 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 It seems this kind of reminds me of, um, kind of reminds me of DNA by Kendrick. Uh, oh. have you listened to damn yet? Have I have done any of your it. homework. I did. Okay. I did. I just, okay. I haven't listened to it super closely or read the lyrics so, or anything. Uh, damn, uh, it, it, it's, uh, who is it? Uh, Geraldo Rivera. Lamar, I think. Geraldo Rivera and someone else are like, it's got a bunch of news or talk show clips of, um, people criticizing Kendrick's music. Oh, I, I remember that part of that song. Yeah. And, uh, at one point he says (laughs) right before like the, one of the best, like beat drops in the album um where that guy says give me some ganja over and over again uh it's a clip of Geraldo saying this is why uh i always say that um uh hip hop music has done more harm to the black community than racism in recent years oh my god he fucking says that yeah what a clown 
I know we're talking about yeah. ICP, but that is a real legit clown hole. Yeah, it's one of the, it's like how it's like how could you possibly believe that? It seems like a huge like just it seems so gaslighty that it has to be on purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I don't know. Anyway, this kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Um, it seems like Shaggy's saying like obviously this is performative, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously get off my ass mm-hmm. yeah yep it seems to me that uh this moses character has done way more harm to the hebrews than <laughs> any of pharaoh's actions uh, uh the end of this song transitions into the ringleader which is the high like the pitch shifted uh high pitch voice carnival barker i guess according to the genius saying ladies and gentlemen introducing the triple threat the wraith the great malenko and the ringmaster that's not really what a triple threat is. But then it transitions into the next song, which is called Birthday Bitches. Sit the fuck down or it's everybody's birthday. <laughs> That's pretty great. This album features... Oh shit, it's a, your birthday. Yeah, this album features a lot of references and interfacing with pop culture that I haven't really... I don't know if we've heard from them before. Like, straight up, legit, mainstream, sweeping the nation pop culture. Like, yeah. I, I remember early aughts that like, it's your birthday, go party like it's your birthday. That sort of like weird chant thing was everywhere. Yeah. And then... Go Nathan, it's your yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah. That was like yeah. on everyone's lips in the early aughts. And also elsewhere in this album, he has the uh, Izzle ending. He's like, uh, uh, yeah, he's like, he says Nizzle. Uh, now I'm in a fizzle. Hotties on thy nizzle. Still a jug of lizzle. Uh, that's the next song, but we'll, we'll get to that. But those are two examples of how they're really referencing very mainstream pop culture in a way I haven't seen before. Yeah. Unless I just didn't recognize it, but I don't think I don't think so. Uh, I liked how they did it in, in this one because <laughs> the synopsis of this song is some mom had the shitty idea to hire Shaggy as a, a entertainment for a kid's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Shaggy shows up as a clown and, uh, he's really bad at his job. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the way that she, her lines are so funny. The way she talks, she says, okay, everybody, it's clown time. Which is pretty funny in and of itself, just as a way of describing that. Uh, but then she calls him Saggy the Clown. <laughs> That's ultra funny. Oh, uh, I really like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he basically tells the kids to, like, he sexually harasses them. I got your fucking present hanging next to my nuts, he says to them. And, uh... Now, when I'm swinging on my hatchet, if it hits you, it cuts. So he's just like, he's going to maybe accidentally murder all these kids or maybe on purpose. Um, Your fucking mama brought me here to entertain your ass. So no matter what I do, I expect you to laugh. (laughs) He's just like super grumpy. And yeah, he says to them entertaining. He continues, give me props unless you want your little necks bloody. And genius has a great annotation on that line. Where they say, Shaggy's trying his best, so the least he deserves is a laugh. And if they don't laugh at him, then he'll kill them. Yeah. 
he's trying his best. He deserves a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this uh this line is really good. Um, I could probably do a cartwheel or something if you move the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's, That's a line out of like, uh, so like Napoleon Dynamite or something. Speaking He's of like, I yachts. guess I'll try to do my goddamn job. <laughs> but you guys move the couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, so good one. Like it. It's and that's it. It's really short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One verse, one chorus. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, um uh Violent J saying, It ain't mine, motherfucko. As in it ain't my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blam. Blam is the next song. Mysterious Orient. It's so imaginative. Yeah. <laughs> the things that they wish for. Yeah. Um, so this song, it, it's called Blam. And yes, you guessed that right. That's spelled with three A's and features yeah. <laughs> three exclamation marks. Anyway. This is a wish fulfillment song about Jay getting a magic lamp and exploring what he'd wish for. Fago, NyQuil, Hot Wings, Waffle House. Uh, I would have expected some Nedin too, but there's no mention of Nedin. Um, yeah. And then I guess, the, I don't, I guess I don't need to wish for that. I think he wishes for like some hot bitches or something at some point. He wishes um, for bitch slaps. Oh, that's the that's, that's the next song. Oh, that's a reference to the next song, rather. Yeah. Or part of the next song, because it's really two songs. Anyway, this uh, this song, Blam, the Blam sound is the sound it makes when he makes a wish, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> um, it, I, I like the kind of approach to this song. It's kind of funny, the stuff he's wishing for. That's pretty charming. But I don't really like... It's another one of the monotonous chant songs where they're not really singing, but they're kind of just saying words all the same rhythm with the same contour. I just don't like that. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. I like the choruses pretty well. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, And here's those Izzle endings from early 2000s. He says, now I'm in a fizzle. And the background vocals, instead of saying, you're the lucky one, says, you're the lucky whizzle, which that's pretty great. <laughs> Hotties on thy nizzle, still a juggle lizzle. And uh, I, I looked this up, actually, and the izzle ending was popularized by Snoop Dogg, which I knew. Right. But it was first put to vinyl by Frankie, Frankie Smith's eight, <laughs> 1981 Double Dutch Bus. Hmm. And it's a form of cant, a.k.a. esoteric slang. Used by oh, African American pimps and jive hustlers of the 1970s, the is isle iso ills speak uh, is similar in some ways to Pig Latin. Was developed by African Americans around the period of the Harlem Renaissance, with hotspots of the speak in Oakland, New York, and Philadelphia. It was partially developed as young African American girls improvised chants and nursery rhymes while jumping rope, oh, with wow. the is dialect serving to add syllables when necessary to maintain the rhythm. And a similar, here's, here's the most interesting part, a similar is dialect has been used by carnies, a.k.a. carnival workers. Huh. So there's a lot of history behind that isle Man, thing. I just assumed that was like a dumb pop culture thing of the early aughts. 
Well, it, that's uh, so interesting. Yeah, I mean, it is that. It is but... a dumb <laughs> pop culture thing of the early years. Yeah, I didn't know it had such like a shizzle. rich history. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, it was it was one of those things that like instantly became uncool and uh, became the mark of uh, rapping grannies and whatnot, saying right for shizzle. Yeah, it's like a, a lazy punchline. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. isn't it funny that people are that trying this to be white cool. person is over pronouncing faux shizzle my nizzle. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it, isn't it funny that this white person is basically using the N word <laughs> is it is appropriating African American, uh, vernacular English. Yeah. Yeah. Actually that's, that brings up an interesting of point the, of the N word. <laughs> like, yeah, because so here's an interesting uh, question. They say hotties on thy nizzle, still a jug of lizzle. And yeah. I'm wondering what nizzle is supposed to be in this case. Like I'm not sure. I don't think it's supposed to be the N word, but I'm not sure what else it would be. The nizzle word? Uh yes. Nipple, maybe? <laughs> or, yeah. or nut bag? Nut bag, probably. Yeah, it's probably for nut bags. <laughs> hotties are on your thy nut bags, but you're still a yeah. jug of lizzle. Uh. Yeah. Um, so, are you going to actually synopsize this? There is a story here. Oh, I did. He, he gets a... Oh, didn't I? Oh, yeah. He finds a magical lamp, and he starts rubbing it, and he gets wishes. Blam! Well, no, there's there's more to it than that. Okay, in like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The moral of the, the story verse. is, those who never had shit, and then get shit, need to get shit. So, if you got shit, or you need shit, get some shit. Go get your shit. And uh, well, <laughs> somebody named Diamanda Hagen commented saying... So the moral of the story is greed is accept- acceptable as long as you start off poor? I mean, in the verse before that, uh, now I am a king, I have everything, nothing's challenging, nothing makes me proud, I stand out in the crowd while others big out loud, I remember when money was so thin but dreams were all up in, looking at the lamp, would I give it all back? She a fool, give me that. And then, <laughs> so I think that's like a clever thing. It's like, oh, is he... S- is he going to give in to this nostalgia? And he's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I just want more stuff. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it, it reminds me of like all the stories I've heard of like, um, NFL players, like spending all of their money and then going broke or right. rappers like yeah. that happening or people winning the lottery yeah, I was gonna say and that. then running out of money. Um, which seems like how could you possibly do that? You know, but yeah yeah all right well next song is called it's two songs and i think the spotify track listing is it rains diamonds but on the genius it's notated as it rains diamonds slash bitch slappers and i'll play a clip of the first half of it Lots yeah. of distorted guitar on this album. Lots of chugging. Uh, I'm not crazy about it, but it does sound good. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not my thing, but I think they do it well. But uh, Swing Low, Sweet Hatchet 
it's just another swing yep. low sweet hatchet song you know we're excited to die because then we'll get to go to shangri-la yeah um yeah it's very like kill- utopian religiosity would you follow yeah. me if i knew we're at rain's diamond no more poverty as clean as we can be please murder my motherfucking ass off <laughs> bring it because <laughs> i'm going to shangri there it is again oh man yeah yeah <laughs> that's uh Shaggy says, somebody stab my face or something. Kill me. What the fuck yeah. a ninja got to do around here to get his dead on? Yeah. As usual, Shaggy is very silly and very charming. Yeah. That's basically all I have to say yeah. about that one. The next one's a little more interesting yep. to me. Bitch slappers. The hip hop's back. You just played some of my favorite lines. Yeah. <laughs> bitch slap capital. Every bitch made mother motherfucking smackable. <laughs> this is great. Uh, for for my bitch slap victims i don't care i'll bitch slap calyx into your hair that's a great line <laughs> yeah it's really good yeah it's, it's very charming uh icp and friends talk about the people they have bitch slapped and at the end uh in unison they warn posers that they're about to be bitch slapped mm-hmm. um it's uh this is th- this sort of sentiment i've i've heard in a fair amount of other rap songs uh king kunta has a similar kind of vibe like mm-hmm. people are trying to like what's take the advantage yams? of yeah what's the yams <laughs> the yams is the power of that be yeah you smell it when i'm walking down the street oh yes we can oh yes we can <laughs> uh also it kind of reminds me of have you listened to chance the rapper at all no he is not someone i've gotten around to uh on his most maybe i need to give album. him a chance would you say? I think you should. And I would say that. Oh, okay. With, yeah. <laughs> uh, he has this song that's, that's kind of an all anti-joke. About... Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like uh, I threw a joke bomb at you and you just defused it. You cut the red wire and then uh, threw it right back at me. <laughs> Whew, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> Tense. Uh, he has this song about uh, people trying to... He's like driving around town and people are trying to get rides with him. Um, and he's like, no, get your own ride. I don't want to give you a ride. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole song. Uh, and just people trying to convince him that, you know, they're his cousin and stuff like that. And like trying to trying to hang out with him and ride with him. And he's like, right, just give me some space. Yeah. You know, kind of reminds me of this. Bitch slappers. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of bitch slap jokes. Also, Blaze Ya Dead Homie is a, is a guest rapper on this. Yeah, he's like one of their uh, one of their pals. I don't know if he's part of Psychopathic Records, but yeah, he's like know. in their orbit for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Good song. Like it. Uh, pretty fun. And next song is called, I can't tell if it's The stain- Staleness or Thy Staleness. It's definitely Thy. Is it? Because on uh, Spotify and Amazon Prime Music, it's the staleness. Oh, really? Yeah. So anyway, I'll play a clip of it. Actually, before before I play like the main clip, 
I'll play a clip of what it opens with, which is a sound sample from a movie. Police Nation Mooney speaking. Wait a minute. Calm down, I can't understand you. (laughs) What? Clowns, huh? And now they're at your front door, huh? Yes. People don't talk like that. No, he has such a cool accent and voice. It's very old school. Um, that is a sound sample from an old movie. It's 1988's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Whoa! Yeah, and one of the reasons I'm not as prepared as I should be for this recording of this uh, podcast, especially for some of the later songs of this album. Uh, but that that's going to be fine because we'll be speeding up and try, just trying to get it over with. Um, one of the reasons I'm not as prepared as I should be is that I spent some time on YouTube just watching clips of this movie. <laughs> uh, I was trying to find like a link to the scene where this sample comes from. Right. Um, but I ended up just watching, trying to find it and couldn't. But it's pretty bonkers. Like mm. the special effects and the clowns are very unnerving they're sort of like in the uncanny valley yeah and we might have to do a bonus episode about it for uh yeah <laughs> we have like a dozen bonus episode ideas so many options yeah anyway i'll play the sound cl- sample of the actual song this is maybe my one of my if not my favorite one of my favorite songs on this album uh mostly just because yeah. of shaggy's verse it's a pretty great song uh with lots of jokes about shaggy and jay's sort of ineffective violence um yep. so shaggy opens with his verse you heard a sample of it where he's trying to convince somebody to let that person get chopped by shaggy and they're kind of have this like back and forth thing going on and at the end he's uh i'm picking anybody i can find and you happen to be the next motherfucker and he's like okay let's do it and he's keep still right there and about one two three these motherfuckers i'm out of here and he chops him yeah um so that's that's pretty fun i don't know shaggy's just like being silly and charming again very very silly there's this one line uh it's it's a, a rhyme joke um but the this voice this person he's talking to says i'm not ready to die and shaggy raps neither was easy e what makes you so fucking special you can escape the wreath and mm. then the guy says you mean wraith and he says i said wraith now shut the fuck up <laughs> that's very good I like that. uh so he, he just says wreath in order to rhyme with e and then they yeah yeah take to camera yeah Yeah. uh, (laughs) it's mugging for the microphone i guess um one thing i I appreciated about that is the person he's talking to uh is coded as very effeminate kind of and i think i was kind of dreading that they would make some homophobia stuff or like say some slurs or like right you know make that an issue but it's never even mentioned no he that's just the way this dude talks and it yeah. doesn't even factor in the song at all. And I was like, phew, dodge the bullet. Or yeah. It's axe, just sort of a, um, aloof, you know, kind of voice. That's just sort of bored in a like cool person way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah in a, in a mean in a mean girl sort of way yeah, so he's a mean boy yeah. um jay has some lines that are just like our your favorite lines from the first album where he goes up a tree and climbs down he has these lines <laughs> masturbated on myself and leaped out the window then i turned around and went right back inside there it is yep <laughs> uh yeah Fair. once i realized i could have grabbed a gang of formaldehyde a I don't gang? Know what that means. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's supposed to be bag. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, good song. Like it. Next yeah. song is called Hell's Forecast. It's a joke. I heard hundreds of car alarms, soft flames and smoke, and the sky above red. I see dead bodies falling. It's raining with corpses. The blood is upon Hallelujah, it's raining dead bodies. <laughs> um, so this is, um, every once in a while, a rapper decides to rap in 6-8. Mm. And uh, some, sometimes it works. I've, I've never heard it and just like been totally in love with it. Um, but, uh, and this is no exception. <laughs> uh, yeah, they... They trade out their like sort of easy flow that they sometimes have for okay. I'm going to hit every eighth note right on the beat, and uh, there's a lot of rhythmic contrivances in the in the delivery. And uh, yeah, it's a little obnoxious to listen to. Basically, uh, the song is about um, ICP. They they witness what a what appears to be a supernatural apocalypse. But then the Wraith appears and tells him uh, that they're dead mm. and in hell. Mm-hmm. It's not everyone else is dead. They're the ones that are dead. Shyamalan. Yeah. Sazow. Got you. Pew. I had to like go back over the lyrics and be like, is that really the, the twist? I didn't really get it. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much to say about it. I don't really like it. Eh, it's not very good. But do you know what yeah. the song is? You know what it really is? Mm. It's the fucking night before Christmas. Read how it opens. Something had woke me a thump on my roof. It was followed by crashing. More thumping ensued. I jumped out of my bed thinking I'd been invaded. Heard smashing, more pounding. The sound escalated. There it is. It's freaking the night before Christmas. I sprang to my window yeah. to see what was the matter. Yeah. Visions of sugar plums and nettins and fago. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I, I think, I wonder if that's like part of the reason why it's in this rhythm is to sort of rip off the poem, but they, they don't actually call it out. It's just sort of underneath right. the surface there. Yeah. I feel like most of those poems are in that sort of triple time. Yeah. Da, 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 da. There once was a man from Nantucket. Yep. <laughs> Love Fago so much. He would fuck it. Oh, I thought you were going to have a Fago bucket. Anyway, uh, we're halfway done with this album. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm so, sorry everybody. Yeah. Let's talk about oh, this is another contender for the best song on the album. Here it is. Juggalo homies.
We talking about homies, homies, talking about the road dogs of mine. We throwing up clown love signs. And we are. This is a great album about your homies and the community that ICP has created. Well, it's it's sort of a, a an ode to the community that ICP has created, but also just an ode to their friends, sort of both yeah. at once. And that, I think it's a, an example of them stepping up to be the daddies of their religious, cultural, uh, subcultural group, the Juggalos. Um, and it's just, it's really enjoyable. Like, uh, Twisted shows up to contribute, showing that they are indeed some of their homies. And, uh, there's some really sweet, cute, uh, lyrics in this song. Like, who the fuck Mm. threw up all over your car and then felt worse than you about that shit in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I like this really well. We worldwide were homies across the planet sticking together like zippers on Michael Jackson's beat it jacket. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> really cute. Yeah, that's very good. And then right after that, they got my back like a tat for that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll love y'all hang until we old and gray like grandpa. <laughs> Aww, it's so it's delightful. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really sweet song. Yeah. Shaggy has some really good lines. When you snuck the car out, who did you get? And when you got caught, who you blame that shit? Who you relax around and scratch your balls. Homies, we're talking about like you and yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was nutbags. I'm assuming. You yeah. should have said scratch your nutbags. Nut yeah. <laughs> uh, if you don't like me, you can fuck off. Carnival ain't for everyone. <laughs> yeah. That's, ain't that the truth? Yeah. Um, I I did notice a quick... Um, reference to big money hustlers uh the movie that we covered for our bonus episode um so twisted is in that and i totally noticed a moment in one of the twisted raps in this song like in the movie one of the twisted rappers is always talking with like a mouthful of spit Mm mm-hmm um, like he has a grill and he just sounds like he has a mouth, mouthful of spit. I mean, and that's he, little I totally, poop. Yeah, little poop. And I totally heard that in this. Mm. And like, it's how he actually talks, maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe. That mm. being said, their flow is awesome. Yeah. It's, they're great. They're better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, from a good song to the next song, which is called Ain't Your Business. Tattoos on my neck and I always paint my face Can I still date your daughter? I mean, I think I oughta I like the way she tastes Ain't your business, oh my Ain't your business, oh Oh shit, this is another one that's two songs And I didn't sample the second one Yeah it, Isn't it the, a lot the better? The second one's the second one's really, really short. Yeah. It's like a minute long and it's, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, this is a, a don't judge me song. Uh, the first, <laughs> the first verse is asking a, as you heard, a man's blessing to date his daughter, uh, because he likes the way that she tastes. I'm assuming he's referring to the Nedden region. Um, you mean he's and, a cannibal? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, don't <Yeah>. tell. <laughs> Uh, the second verse is uh, talking to a record exec, um, and uh, basically it's like a, it's sort of like the neg kind of joke that they do in 
songs from previous albums to women like oh i'm going to do a bad job at making a good impression Mm -hmm. like that's the joke of this except for it's to these not women it's to um a record executive and um and uh the father of uh love interest so yeah there's some really interesting lines that feel kind of like self-reflective in a way that i appreciate he's uh this is jay he says Maybe I don't have no self-esteem, so I like to pick on everybody else. Maybe when I was a boy underneath my shirt, I had bruises and welts. Maybe I was hungry, bottom barrel poor, and my mom was always sick. Maybe I'm lying. I'm just trying to find an excuse to be a dick. And then I'm a dick, dick. Yeah, I was, I thought that was a really interesting lyric. Especially because like he did grow up bottom barrel poor. Right. There's this uh, line that I like pretty well. Uh, maybe I like punching people. I don't even know. I knock them flat up fucking out. Pa. Pa. Tuck some money in the jacket with a note that simply reads, I had to let some anger out. Sorry. (laughs) 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 It's kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, the, the violence has definitely de-escalated in this album. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of punching and slapping. Mm -hmm. Like that's, it's a little more cartoony. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's up with this? Um, maybe I would rather fuck a Missy Elliott before a Tony, and then some lady singers saying Braxt singing Braxton. Yeah. Maybe I would rather fuck a Macy Gray before a Janet, and then the same singers singing Jackson. What does that mean? What is this dichotomy of Missy Elliott and Tony mm, Braxton? Do you know? I was wondering if maybe he's going for the thicker, more curvaceous women, but Macy Gray's like bone rail no, skinny. No, she's isn't thin. She? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe they, well, no, it's, yeah. I don't know. Is they just talking shit about famous women? I don't know. Try to walk away and I choke. <laughs> try to say no, goodbye you, and I choke. Yeah, That's you walk weird. away and you stumble, you dingus. <laughs> I try to walk away and I choke. <laughs> anyway. Next one? Su- yeah, well, do you want to talk about supervillains real quick? Sure, I I don't remember it at all. Do you want to tell me about it's it? A, it's a it's a quick little song about how uh, Isham and ICP are supervillains. Uh, Isham has a pretty charming uh, flow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like him. I kind of want to listen to one of his albums. Uh, we belong. Some of us are on parole. can't leave the state, and some are dead and gone. My homie Blaze can relate, and some can't afford a free phone call. But them, some of us sequel a song. Think about that. We belong. We belong. We belong. So this is the first song that I need to summarize that I did not create a synopsis for. So luckily, someone else synopsized it for me. Someone on The Genius says, uh, this song takes a break from all the killing and the anti-bigotry and goes for a lighter note. This song focuses on the Juggalo fan base, talking about all types of people, those who were bullied, beat up, or poor, and states their fan base will take in anyone who believes in the same type of stuff as they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because they belong. It starts off... It's, it starts off with, um, I see you feeling lonely again. Use a motherfucker feeling like you don't belong, like you the only other. Some of us scrubs got it worse than you. No homies to call on or crew to belong to. So it's, yeah, sort of like a, it starts with like a, a privilege check. Um, but then at the end of every verse is, um, we like the wicked shit and chose not to ignore that some of us be coming out of more. No, sorry, I'm reading the wrong one. Where is it? Here it is. 
Uh, but then some of us is equal us all think about that. And I'm mm. not sure. I'm not sure what that means. Um, uh, I, maybe it's as all instead of us all. Some of us is equal as all. I don't as know. in everyone's equal to each other. Right. Some of us Maybe. own dope cars that fail to exist. That's a pretty good. <laughs> Sh- Shaggy does like, he has a really charming way of sort of self-consciously making the forced rhymes. Yeah. Um, some of us own dope cars that fail to exist. Some of us have profiles nobody else fits. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this next one, couplet is interesting too and and some ain't got time for the monks in tibet because my own kids are hungry and they're looking to me for shit mm-hmm. um i don't think that's like a um a lot of the yeah a lot of this song is sort of about your hierarchy of needs yeah um and just like um having empathy for people who are struggling and maybe gracelessly struggling because yeah. uh, their needs aren't being met. And, you know, like this sort of situation, like the, you know, Tibet, um, it's like, I'm not going to protest for Tibet because I'm trying to feed my kids. Yeah. You know, and it's like uh, relatable and interesting that they're talking about this. And they, they in a later song, they lean into this a lot. They, they talk about... Um, now we're what do we do now that we're no longer poor yeah and it's pretty interesting so cool all right let's keep it going fast with the next song cotton candy and popsicles once you let me all up in your <laughs> mm-hmm. um i'm don't you want to mix cotton candy and popsicles i'm assuming popsicles are an analog for penises and cotton candy is a is a analog for either vaginas or the in the inside of vaginas or something I, or maybe pubic hair or like yeah, i don't know i guess yeah this is this is a song like you know Violent J and Shaggy Tuda, they want to have sex with this one woman and they're going to take turns, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the It is musically interesting. I like the transition between the verse and the chorus. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there's this, this um, woman who is delivering these sort of answer lines uh, that's, it's like kind of fun and kind of charming. I think some of the, some of the misogyny, like we've, we've often like talked about like, is, is there a level of consent to this like dirty talk? You know, is this demeaning or is there like a back and forth having a woman on the, on the actual uh, song on the track makes it feel like, okay, like this is, it makes it feel a little better because it's like uh, there's actually sort of a back and forth there and it feels more consensual. Yeah. And also like on a, on a metal level, it's like they're, I'm assuming uh, paying this woman to perform on their track. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah. They're 
like, giving money to women, I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's a shout out to speaking of the movie, big money hustlers. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> Shaggy two dope or no, she calls Shaggy two dope sugar bear. And he says, shit, bitch, I'll smack you. Call me that. <laughs> so apparently yeah. he doesn't want to be called that, even though no. that was the name of his character from that movie. He says, call me Shaggy Southwest Thug, Juggalo Isle of Zug. Uh, Zug Island is, that's the, is that the like nasty industrial waste dump island? Or is it just like a, what is it? Well, it says on this feature, it says featuring Zug Island. Oh. So I'm assuming that's like either the guest, like a guest producer or group, or it might be this woman who's singing. Oh, yeah. It's, uh. Zug Island, spelled with a Z, Zug Island, is an alternative rock band from Detroit named after the big, nasty, like, industrial wasteland. Gotcha. Island in Detroit. Gross. Yeah. There's a really charming moment in the song. Uh, I don't want a blue banana sherry, baby. Don't you want to mix? And then there's a pause. And it's, like, not the first chorus. And there's usually a pause. And then it goes into cotton candy and popsicles, but uh, Shaggy just throws in a whoop whoop <laughs> like right in the pause, and it's super cute. <laughs> yeah, whoop whoop yeah. indeed. Okay, whoop whoop. Next song is called "Crossing Thy Bridge." <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> So this, it's like a, it's a musically pretty plodding song. It feels very like, I don't know, new metal-y yeah. in the way of some of their stuff from uh, an album or two ago that I really didn't like very much. Uh, but It's very, um, what are they called? Uh, we talked about possibly doing them for the show. Uh, uh, what? The new metal, new metal group with a rapper. Oh, Linkin Park. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Jay's singing in this one. He's singing on the chorus. Yeah. So that's something. Uh, there's There are some interesting lyrics on this one because it opens by addressing dearest almighty creator. So this is the first time that they, I think this is the first time in their entire oeuvre that they've talked about specifically God and a creator. Yeah. Um, and he says, Jay says, I've lived one hell of a life. If you're to take it tonight, I've lived the life of a king, but so much to darken the light. Um. And then he says, but then again, who am I? I'm just some typical guy. I ain't no fucking hero. I've just been wondering why. But I I always hate this. He does the emphasis all wrong. So he says, I ain't no fucking hero. Hero. Yeah. <laughs> he's a hero. He's not a hero. I hate it when they, that's so contrived and artificial. And then. Yeah, it's, it, it's so funny just because you can just. You don't have to have the emphasis land on the beat. You can just emphasize it off the beat. Yeah. Just do that instead. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds much better. Yeah. Um, so he <sighs> he sees... this. The chorus is really interesting because... And some of the later lines in the verses because just like Abraham, uh, they're questioning God. He says, I seen some children crossing the bridge, the bridge to the afterlife. What kind of life did they get to live? What kind of choice did they get to make? What if it was a child's mistake? Yeah. And uh, then Violent J, right after that says, I'll never question the book, but let's say I lived by the book. 
I never eat meat on Tuesdays, how much bigger would my wings look? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's interacting with religion in a really interesting way and is very like skeptical of some of the tenets of American Christianity while embracing other ones. Yeah. 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 They're, yeah, they're pondering their, their responsibility as, as rich men, you know, they don't get to be sort of aloof and fuck it all and burn the world down anymore because now they're the richies. Mm hmm. I'm assuming they're rich by this point. I mean, they've had platinum albums and stuff. I don't know what kind of record deals they had. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know how much of that money they got to keep. But, I mean, I know that Violent Violent J had to, like, front $100,000 of his own money for big money hustlers. Yeah. Like, if he could just do that, I'm assuming he's doing fine. Yep. <laughs> like, I am not rich, but I have enough money to and enough other kinds of capital and privilege to feel bad about like am i doing everything that i can do Mm -hmm. you know so like i can only imagine how he's feeling and maybe feeling some um survivor's guilt yeah okay so that song is yeah next song is called raven's mirror thy raven's mirror (laughs) no Oh no, it is. Looking at me, I'ma snatch it and throw it to the garbage can down the hall and kick you in your ass when you search and crawl for it. There's those parallel fifths I was talking about. Mm, yeah, we be doing murder every day. Um, yeah, Jay raps about how violent he is. Then about how terrifying it was to be stuck in a coffin, buried alive. Uh, that's basically the whole song. And there's just some cute little lyrics like, Every time I drink, I piss out a laser and cut holes in the wall with my dick phaser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's every time he drinks uh, lithium, specifically. Oh, that's, that's, that's how it, what causes it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that was a side effect. <laughs> yeah. Right that's after, what Nirvana was. That's what Nirvana was. That's what the song about. is all about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why he's so happy. I kill you with my dick phaser. <laughs> I'm not gonna quit. <laughs> uh, right after that, Jay says, "I'm a due time. I assume I bitch smacked the judge right out his own courtroom. Then I took the bench and sentenced myself. Eternal happiness and good health, motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> not motherfucker. Does he actually say motherfucker?" This time? Yeah, he's, I'm pretty sure he says motherfucker. Okay, good for him. Stick yeah. the old classics, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not too much to say about this. There's like a really, there's another song in this, basically, and that's the uh, getting stuck in, uh, getting stuck in a, a coffin. Yeah. Uh, they, I guess they're referencing a Twisted song about getting stuck in a coffin yeah. and talking about how it I made guess. them super spooked out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky. Okay. Oh man, that that song really got to me. I'm going to write about response song. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next song is called the, Thy Wraith. I'm so t- Thy There's way wraith. too many fucking thighs on ye this album. Ye oldie wraith. Ye oldie thy wraith. Uh, instead of some of these poor children we Yeah. 
Dude. Step to the other side. Think, is that Shaggy singing that? I think so. Yeah. That's very high. Yeah, it is. So Jay's singing in He's those singing, boys. choruses again. Yeah. Um, oh, death. Oh, oh, death. Won't you spare me over just another year? What is this that I can see? It's a wraith getting hold of me. This is a song describing what it's death thy is. Wraith. Thy wraith. What, what is death? Who is that? Will he play Battleship with me? These are the questions that are answered in this song. Uh, sometimes he creeps. Other times he expected. He hangs out in bad neighborhoods. Up at the park, he will strike in broad daylight, but prefers the dark. Three little kids. This is sad. Three little kids caught inside a broken home. He'll just sit there and wait for him. Leave him alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, there's some, like, uh, rehab centers and caring mothers always scaring him, sharing them needles he encourages, and raw sex, they got him working and steady collecting soul checks. Soul checks. It's the wildly unpopular follow-up to Soul Train. (laughs) Um, Then again, nine times out of ten, I wish he'd take me instead of some of these poor children we see. Yeah, just talking about the cruel indifference of of death mm-hmm. yeah they do say that he remains nameless but they call him the wraith yeah he's the sixth joker's card of the dark carnival faith so they explicitly say that they have founded a religion now yes <laughs> they we are building our religion yep whether you go into heaven or hell he doesn't care he's only here to give you the death touch and send you there yeah so this especially before this the next song like this mm-hmm. reminds me very much of the classic chick tract, you know, like, do you know if you were to die tonight, do you know where you would go? Yeah. Um, which is, I don't know. I'm kind of tired of that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Next one. Thy big unveiling. Big finale. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the basically the end of uh, the the non-repeating content of the song. Um, that's the punchline. And then it says, we're not sorry if we tricked you. <laughs> yeah. And sing that a bunch. Um, as if, yeah, a lot of people are going to be upset that they're revealing themselves to be theists um, and evangelists. Mm-hmm. So. They do say, suck yeah. my nuts, bitch. Fuck you. Uh, that's the ringmaster, right? At the end. Oh, that's actually, uh, it's from Shaggy's solo EP called Fuck oh. Off. So I guess they were sampling that. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, callbacks in the very end of the song. Come see the show, big top show, walk hand in hand with the dead carnival. Mm-hmm. We all going to die, but I'm not going to fry. Even though most never try, I'm not going to let this pass me by. No. Uh, yeah. It's just like several minutes of samples from their earlier the songs hits. or quotes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real medley. Uh, so, 
I kind of like this song. Yeah. I like the I like the music of it pretty well and I like this I like the catharsis of it like that you know all this time this is what it's been about like even though maybe it's like a little contrived and a little um, contrived but well I mean the whole point of this song is like we're done with artistry we're done with uh writing in an interesting way we're done with being interesting we're just going to tell you straight up that uh we follow god and we want you to also yeah so <laughs> yeah i'm not not too into it i i don't i'm not necessarily into the into the message of it as much as like uh the i like it as a as an ending <laughs> like mm. it it feels it feels good like the i like the music of it pretty well and I like the delivery of most of the words and um I like kind of like the finality of it and I I felt a sort of catharsis listening to it like yeah. oh this era is coming to a close if only it so, were like, this isn't I mean they do another album for the first Joker's card deck this would be so much do? better yeah the the Wraith the oh, next the right. Wraith album this would have probably been a lot better if it were the actual end of the Joker the first Joker's cards right yeah. Well, then it's like everyone who didn't like this album, then they go to hell in the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wasn't too uh, into it. It's and th- you this, know what, this, Na- Nathan. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe later when you have four kids, oh, you might think that was the shit. <laughs> that was the shit. <laughs> yeah. This um, whole time, ICP have been Fishers of Juggalos. Oh my god! <laughs> Episode title. Um. Fuck, what was I going to say? You messed me I was going to say something. You messed me up. You just interrupted ah, me. Ah, my favorite. Ah. What was I going to say? Ah, it wasn't interesting, I'm sure. Oh, this is this. Because of this song specifically, there have been a ton of people who have kind of run with the idea of ICP being a secret Christian band and described them as like evangelical Christian music and whatnot, which is a <laughs> little, little silly. Because they're definitely not evangelicals, that's for sure. And their theology is not necessarily mainstream Christian. It's sort of like generically theist. Yeah. It's kind of like generic uh, diffused American Christianity where, you know, the kind of Christianity where there's angels who are little kids with wings flying around up in heaven. And when you die, you become an angel. And all these kind of like weird things that have nothing to do with Christianity. It's more mythology than theology right yeah that's a good way of putting yeah. it yeah 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 it's not it's not an orthodoxy by any means yeah it's folk folk christianity sure syncretism yeah 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 so uh that's it that's it that's thy the unveiling thy unveiling <laughs> yeah uh, I, I show my I, I show my dick to people every day. <laughs> or what is the line? The, yeah, he he's yeah, he says uh I'll show my nuts to a stranger every isn't it? Yeah, every single day or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Amazon, here we are. This is for specifically the MP3 format of this album. The top okay. critical review gives it one star. Title is Disappointed. It's by John C. Bell. <laughs> Disappointed. Mm-hmm. 
He says, after having been a fan of ICP for years, I really thought this album was a letdown. Uh, he thinks it sounds unpolished, which I think is the opposite, yeah. actually. Um, apparently, there's a remix version of this album that he thinks is a lot better. Mm. Uh, but anyway, he says, what I also find troublesome about the Wraith is that after years of developing a story slash mythology, they turn around and say it's all about God and Christianity. I mean, the comparisons were there and the biblical themes and all that, but to just say on the album that it was all a metaphor and that every fan of the album should follow God seems to be a little tactless. They could have yeah. left the meaning open to interpretation or completed the story of the six Joker's cards without involving religion 100%. Um, yeah, but they don't, they don't care. Yeah, he says... They don't care what happens now. <laughs> we swear our hatches not, and we're proud. They're not sorry they tricked you. Uh, yeah. He says, I felt ICP could have ended their 10-plus-year-old creation in a more pantheistic, fraternal, and creative manner. Sure. Yeah. I mean, really, though, it's not... It's it's not specifically Christian at all. They don't have... They don't engage with, like, Judeo-Christian, like, yeah. mythology Yeah, this could be all. the All-Father. It could be Odin, for all we know. Yeah, they engage with Milton. Yeah. You know, and th- and that's it. Yeah. So, like, I don't think that's necessarily very fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I really wonder what the fan reaction to this album was at the time. I mean, besides what Jay says of people coming up to him crying and saying it changed their lives or whatever. Yeah. I really wonder if if it, like, turned off a lot of fans and made them not become Juggalos anymore or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well... Thanks for listening, everyone. You can visit us online at boxset.website. That's a real URL. You can email us at email at boxset.website, or there's a contact form on our website. You can also tweet us at TopeBS Podcast, and uh, we say it every week, but if you like it, shoot us a review on Apple Podcasts. It uh, helps a lot. Or Google Play Music or whatever the other ones that aren't iTunes is, yeah. or Apple Podcasts. I keep calling it iTunes. <laughs> Uh, if you want to support us directly, you can go to our Patreon at support.boxset.website and follow the great example of people like Eben, who's a real, real uh, juggalo homie. Sure is. Whoop, Thanks, whoop. Evan. Thanks, Evan. Uh, whoop, whoop, Evan. Yeah. And we also have some uh, t-shirts at store.boxset.website and phone cases, I guess, too. Uh, and you can also listen to uh, Cameron's other podcast, Get Up in the Cool. Which is about yeah. old time music. It is a very different yes. music than this. Yeah, it's uh, music that I really, really like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So until next week with the Wraith, Hell's Pit. I've been Nathan Hunt, and I am a Juggalo homie. I am Cameron Dewitt, and I did not prepare a thing. Hmm. <laughs> I'm Nathan Hunt, and I forgot that this is a continuing bit that we do every episode. Yeah, I always do. Uh, I'm Cameron DeWitt, and fuck. Yeah, that's that's sums it up. I'm Nathan Hunt, and I masturbated on myself and leaped out the window. Then I turned around and went right back inside. Like you do. Um. <laughs> Cut you off, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Uh, I feel bad for not being very prepared. I don't think it was Dude, to my advantage. I feel like I prepared, but I just like 
I didn't know how to react to this album. It's just like, I don't know if it's the mood that I'm in or if it's the album, but I was just like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. It's felt like work. Yeah. It's, it's too bad though, because like, it feels like a pretty good album and I thought most of the songs were pretty good. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm turning off the recorder. Okay. We won't say anything funny now. Yeah. Yeah.